It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On NBA Fantasy Minute is presented by PrizePix. PrizePix is the most fun you can have playing daily fantasy basketball and winning up to 25 times your money. Go to prizepix.com slash LockedOnNBA and use the code LockedOnNBA for a first deposit match up to $100. We are very much in the thick of the fantasy basketball playoffs. You might be starting it this week. You might be already in it. It might be a week away. And at this point of the year, with only five weeks left in the entire regular season, Playing the schedule is the most important thing. So this week, the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Los Angeles Lakers play two games only. So any fringe players you have from those teams, even guys, yes, like Kyle Anderson replacing Kyle Anthony Towns, that's not worth it with two games on. You need to be stacking extra games and you need to be looking at the teams with four games. You need to be looking at teams with games early in the week and then switching them out for teams with more games later in the week. Get more games in, play the schedule, be cutthroat with injuries and get players in to get yourself success for fantasy basketball. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, because like, when I shot, I expected to make it. So like, I don't shoot kind of this. You are Locked On Raptors, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team, Every day. Canada, the NBA title is yours. We're going to the free time of the Hail Mary 3 by Mo Get that garbage out of here. Welcome to episode number 1010 of Locked on Raptors. Is that how you say that? 1010? I don't really know. We're in the thousands now. I'm not sure how to say the numbers very well. Either way, I'm your host, Sean Woodley. Uh, Today is Friday, August 27th, and uh, welcome to the show. You can always, of course, uh, subscribe, support the show wherever you get your podcasts. You can find me on Twitter, as always, at WoodleySean, and you can subscribe to the podcast here on YouTube. It's very much appreciated when you give us those subscriber dollars, not dollars, subscriber presses, uh, because it leads to dollars down the line let's be honest here that's what we're all in it for uh either way uh very happy to have you with us and uh hope you enjoyed yesterday's episode and we continue on with yesterday's guest as we have part two of the uh musical homework episode i guess is what we're calling it where we're assigning each of the toronto raptors an album from the indie rock boom of 2000 to 2010 to prepare themselves for the upcoming season. Sarah McDonald, a wonderful music writer, Norman Powell appreciator, and more, is here once again. Sarah, how are you in the four minutes since last we recorded? Um, just awful. Just like everything took a dive. <laughs> I can't believe. Thinking about talking no, I'm... to me for another half an hour really got you. <laughs> no, huh? Fair no, 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 I'm great. I'm great. I'm like low on caffeine, and I'm starting to feel the heat because the world is melting, but otherwise I'm good. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I've had the AC on during our records here. I hope it's not been too loud, but it's necessary because outside is a hell world. Um, We are going to decidedly offer you a diversion from outside on today's podcast as we are going to continue assigning musical homework to the Toronto Raptors for the upcoming season. Again, pulling from the very, very specific uh, and admittedly a white guy dominated era of indie rock from 2000 to 2010. That is something that we probably should have mentioned on yesterday's episode. It's, uh, you know, not exactly a balanced field of uh, entrance into this uh, conversation, Sarah. It's not awesome. I'll, I'll admit that. Um, but hey, you know, it, it's, uh, it's it's it just music. It and it, all we can do is it, call it to attention. Yeah. Yes. It's just yeah. the music um, industry being itself. That's a good point. Uh, all right, let's get to it here. Uh, yesterday, we spoke about Fred Van Vliet, Kyle Lowry, Pascal Siakam, Chris Boucher, Ken Birch, Ish Wainwright, and of course, Norman Powell. Uh, and now we are going to focus on six players from this year's Toronto Raptors. Maybe a couple extra uh, back-of-roster guys at the back end, but we're going to talk about OG Ananobi, Scotty Barnes, Malachi Flynn, Goran Dragic, Precious Achua, and Malachi Flynn, or sorry, Utah Watanabe today. So that should be quite exciting. Let's start off with OG Ananobi, Sarah. One of the most intriguing players, maybe the most intriguing Raptor going into this season. There's a big breakout seemingly on the horizon. Everyone's very excited. The Raptors aren't showing him at all in terms of any of their social posts. It's very plotted and uh, it seems pretty scientific in the way they're not doing that. Just wait, building up the anticipation. My question for you here, Sarah, is what album have you chosen for OG Ananobi to listen to in preparation for his potential breakout season? Um... I picked Antics by Interpol because he's very serious, okay. very serious sure. guy, um, very quiet, but he's also really funny and mm-hmm. I think articulate in a way that kind of matches what's on this album. Like I think he thinks and speaks in a way that is like he obviously knows what he means and he knows exactly what he's trying to communicate. But to the rest of us, you're like, I don't know if you're serious or if you're funny or if like you care. And I think that that fits with this album. And so like the reason I picked this one over like turn on the bright light or yeah, turn on the bright lights is um, the puppet video for evil. And that's, that's to me that I think like, I think of how um, funny, OG is because he's so 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 funny and he's so 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 mm-hmm. serious. So you get that polarity, but he probably exists somewhere in the middle. And I would just love to uh, have like OG listen to Evil or like Kamir. And I just, I honestly would just, I think I picked this because it's one of my favorite records. And mm-hmm. OG is like my second favorite player. And I, I would just want to be like, hey, so what did you think of that? Like, what are you? <laughs> what are your like, I want to know your thoughts. Like, that, that, that's pretty much my explanation for that record. I like it. I like it. I went a different direction for OG. Similar in, I guess, my sort of thinking about his sort of personality and how it might line up. I chose Everything All the Time by Band of Horses. Uh, mm. Mostly because it's an album that makes you feel things. There's, like, really, really big crescendos and, like, very big flourishes on that album. And to me... That, you know, OG is not a guy who outwardly projects his emotion, but we all need some emotional exercise from time to time, even if it's just on the inside. And it feels like <laughs> listening to Band of Horses might be what can kind of get his internal juices flowing a little bit, uh, even though he's, again, not releasing those emotions to the outside world. 
Um, I also think it's funny. Like the I was reading last night in my research. I spent way too much time researching this episode, but um, <laughs> they were talking to the lead singer of Band of Horses. The name I'm forgetting now, but um, the sort of asking about the lyrics on everything all the time and he's essentially like i don't know just kind of put words together there's not really a meaning to them they just kind of come together i guess people find meaning but not really any there it felt like a very og response to me so that sealed it uh <laughs> everything all the time a band of horses is that a uh a, an adequate selection to you sarah do you have any you can poke any holes in my logic too if you want no, I mean, OG's a cancer, right? Like, that's a zodiac mm -hmm. sign. So, like, he probably is feeling things all the time and you just don't see it. Uh, sure. Because can cancers have this, like, obviously, like, protective outer shell and that's, like, his coping mechanism and defense, probably. But yeah, no, I think that's great. And also, like, he just puts words together. He's just like, yeah, they're just words. <laughs> like that's OG. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I feel like, yeah, when he, if he were to like put together like a glorious sequence of like uh, a steal, a dunk, a chase down block, and another dunk, someone would ask like, what happened in that sequence? He's like, I don't know. He just did things. Uh, it kind of came together. Yeah. It was pretty nice, like, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Like you saw it. Like it just happened. Yeah, yeah. Like that's that's yeah. that's him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wonderful. We got OG taken care of. We move on to the man who's likely going to back him up, or who knows what position this guy's going to play. The possibilities are literally endless. Scotty Barnes, the Raptors' prized fourth overall pick, uh, a, a very lovely personality, a, a lovely dude, young, sprightly, energetic, the center of every room he walks into. Who or what album are you assigning to? Scotty Barnes to listen to to prepare for his rookie season in Toronto. I gave Scotty Barnes a thunder lightning strike by the go team because he's just, he is energy personified. Like he's, he's so sure. excited. He has such a great work ethic. This album is amazing. It's, it's instrumental. It says a lot with very little. And I think that that's what Scotty Barnes is, is going to be capable of doing. And also he's, he's just like, it's, it's so, it's so fun. I want him to shine. And I feel like this would be the, a great record of all the, of all the albums that I'm recommending on these episodes. I feel like this is the one and this is the person mm -hmm. where I'm like, you would actually listen to this. Like, this is something that I think <laughs> you could get on board with because it's, yeah. it, it is, it is so great. It's so vibrant. And yeah, like Scotty has been such a gift <laughs> for us in this time of transition <laughs> and God bless the like Raptor social team for continually pushing him because it's really mm -hmm. helped with getting over the loss of Kyle Lowry. But yeah, I think that it, it, he, I just want to hug him. I want to make jumping jacks with him. I want to run around and mosh with him to this record. And <laughs> and he would just have this big, beautiful smile on. I, I just, I love Scotty. Like I am obsessed with Scotty Barnes. Yeah, I'm picturing him with like uh, some sort of neon uh, shirt uh, at the show or, or some kind. I, I don't know. Like a neon um, yeah, like I, band I, or something running yeah. around. <laughs> yeah, I listened to this album for the first time this week, actually. I'd never heard it before. Uh, and as I was listening, I was like, well, I'm not going to come up with a pick that's better than this because this is absolutely <laughs> on the nose. This is fantastic. Uh, so in response, I decided to choose an album that I know is near and dear to your heart and sure to, uh, you know, either make you very angry or make you very happy. I'm not sure uh but i chose fever to tell by the yeah yeah yes uh you know 
he just feels like a dance punk ass player. I don't know. Like <laughs> that was kind of my uh, that, that was kind of my sort of thinking there. I'll defer to you on this one. Is there any fever to tell sort of parallels with Scotty Barnes here at all, or am I just pandering to you? Uh, you're doing both, and that's great. Um, but I think that um, I think I, I yeah, I definitely think so. Like uh, tech, wide roll, pin, like man, like there is. It's it's obviously like the songs on this record are just bursts of energy, and I think that that would fit mm-hmm. for Scotty as well. Um, just like again the visual of like scotty standing in front of karen o while she like screams into a microphone and just like what's reaction would be to that um just amazing in my head but yeah no i totally agree with it i think that he could benefit i think everybody could benefit with more karen o in their life so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. my hope is that once you know bands start coming to america or canada again uh we can actually maybe have you write the feature where you go to the aas show with scotty barnes and you know share with the world uh <laughs> I there just are like a few <laughs> there there are like a few features with like basketball and music and like astrology that i would love to do where i'm like mm-hmm. you know what i should do a cj mccollum like co-hosted podcast on astrology i would love to do like a tarot reading with like og and i think that scotty and i would be great concert buddies although mm-hmm. like i'm older now I'm like, I don't want people to be around me. Like, go mom, I'll watch you, I'll watch your stuff, I'll watch your drink. Yeah. But yeah, it would be great. Yeah, I'm just going to stand over in the back corner of uh, Velvet Underground while you have a great time. Um, <laughs> don't ask me safe. Just, don't know anybody yeah. in the neck. I made that mistake when I moshed, so don't do it. Oh, no. Oh, no. I, I boy, I, I don't do that anymore either. I tried crowd surfing <laughs> once at a Sloan concert and it got dropped on my head. <laughs> Uh, don't crowd surf at a Sloan concert uh, is the answer is the, is the, uh, the lesson no. there. Um, I just was really, really into Money City Maniacs, I guess. Uh, <laughs> let's continue on here. Uh, we're going to move on. We're going to do some guard talk next. Goran Dragic, Malachi Flynn, a couple of very interesting and very different characters. I see you're already fueled with contempt for Goran Dragic, and I can't wait you to bet. get into it because I know who you picked. I know what I picked. It's going to be great. Uh, we're going to get to that in one second here. But first, I want to tell you about our friends over at betonline.ag. It's that time of year again, and all eyes are now turning to football as teams are back on the gridiron to start the football season. As always, BetOnline is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. Get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including online's biggest half-million-dollar NFL mega contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL survivor contest, both open now at BetOnline. Head to the website or use your bubble device to sign up today and receive a 100% welcome bonus when you use the promo code LOCKEDON, all one word. You put in 100 bucks, you get 200 bucks to play with. That is an awesome deal. You can also take advantage of their opening day super promo. Make a bet on the Thursday, September 9th season opener between the Bucks and the Cowboys. And if you lose, your wager will be refunded up to 25 bucks for new customers only when signing up and using the promo code NFL100. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports action from football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait and take advantage of all the great offers available for the 2021 season at betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up-to-date. 
Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, Sarah, let's continue on here. Goran Dragic, a, uh, a, a point of, um, I don't know what we're saying, a point of uh, contention, anger, uh, whatever it is. Goran Dragic is up on the list here. I'm curious, where are you at here with Goran? Uh, you are not a fan. We've talked about this in the in the lead up. A lot of Raptors fans are not fans of Goran Dragic either. Where are you at with Goran Dragic? What album have you assigned him to listen to prepare to prepare for his likely like 48 games in Toronto? Um, God, dang, it's like less than that because <laughs> I I just like I've loathed him for so so long, like so <laughs> long. I just like I I do not like him. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe he's a fine person. I'll never know. But I gave him <laughs> a record with another villain. So uh, I also don't like LCD sound system. I'm not a big fan of James Murphy. Uh, so I gave okay. him the LCD sound system um, self-titled. Have you ever read Maybe in the Bathroom? Because like that's a great book to read. It's the oral mm. history of this of this era in New York with uh, by Lizzie Goodman, and he like is such a villain. Like he would make everybody go to the same therapist as his and it's just he, to me he's not like a wonderful great person everybody like there are tons of people tons of my friends who are like oh my god i love lcd sound system like i never got into it i mm-hmm. i'm really like bloated and overrated which is exactly how i feel about warren and i'm bummed that this is who we got in our trade with like the best player on our team of all time, Kyle Lowry. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it just is laughable to me that like Miami fans are like, oh my God, he's not going to wear, like Kyle can't wear number seven because that's Goran's yeah, number. That's like it absolutely yeah. give me a fucking break. <laughs> Am I allowed to swear? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Not okay. really, but that's fine. What is fine? <laughs> okay, good. Okay, I won't. I if, won't. It's, if it's Goran Dragic inspired, then I think we can let this one slide. Um. <laughs> I mean, it's, 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 it's like, there's, it seems like a lot of hate towards like one person and one record. It's just... I try to like move on from it after that. So that's my yeah. pick. It's LCD sound system. I think my partner made like a joke that I should have picked the record with like all my friends on it because he clearly wants to go to Dallas. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm giving credit to my partner for that one. <laughs> that's a good one. Um, so I am one of the ghouls who kind of likes LCD sound system. I, I'm sorry. I know. I know. But you I mean, know. like you're, dude and most of the dudes i know would be like you should love lcd and i'm like yeah i mean i'm not gonna be that and like a couple other ones yeah yeah you don't (laughs) don't have to go that far i find the music to be fun i find it to be a good concert going experience i totally get that it's odious and that james murphy himself is maybe not the dude you want to hit your wagon to um so i totally get that i I do think my pick also mirrors your in the argument i'm going to make here Uh, so here's mine i chose elephant by the white stripes look Mm. No one really likes Jack White. Like, eh, he's great, whatever. <laughs> Jack White, like, kind of over that guy, like, a little exhausting. Similar to James Murphy, you know? Okay, whatever, a little over the top. Come on, dude, we get it. You're very talented and wonderful. Wonderful for you. But I'm sorry when it's going. And when Goran Dragic in the fourth quarter 
of a game where he's changing the game in the first month of the season. And it's like, oh, they have a guard who can get to the rim. This is wild. It's going to be basically like <laughs> when you hear Seven Nation Army on the radio or when you hear Dance Yourself Clean drop into the like, like the drop and Dance Yourself Clean. You can't deny, you know what? I kind of like this. This is pretty, I hate everything it's about, but I kind of like this. That is what I feel like the Dragic experience is going to be this year where yes there's like the history no one likes Dragic. he tried to trip og that one time he tried to fight damar that one time there's all that history there but damn it if you don't enjoy it when in the fourth quarter he's winning you a game in crunch time much like when you hear those classics from those two bands in particular i uh you know <laughs> i'm on the pro goron train i hate that i am but i feel like i'm gonna be like the yeah goron's actually good guy all season long um is this a disgusting pick are you disappointed with me no uh, Jack White's also a really great villain uh, from that time. Um, the fun, like the little note that I know about the Meet Me in the Bathroom uh, book is it like took years for the writer to like get him to like mm -hmm. participate. And it was through like email eventually, like just like mm -hmm. inaccessible and stubborn. And yeah. I think that Gorin is also stubborn. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, no, I can't deny that he can be a good player. Like, that's all you're going to get out of me. But um, <laughs> just the contempt. You could just split. Uh, but no, oh, like, yeah. I think, like, like Elephant's a, a, an interesting record. And it's Seven Nation Army, which, like, to me has just been, it, it exists in the sports world now. I don't know if you feel that same yeah. way. Like, hearing no, it do, at yeah. games it's, all the yeah. time. So it's, mm -hmm. it, it fits. It totally fits. Yeah, like that's the song that plays when Goran Dragic is going on a run in the fourth quarter and there's six minutes left. They call a timeout and they come back and Seven Nation Army's playing. It's uh, And you're enjoying both. Uh, <laughs> you know what? Your best I'm gonna, judgment. <laughs> I'm probably sticking my foot like so far in my mouth right now because like I, like I said, like the contempt is very real. But like when he's winning uh -huh. for us, I'll be cheering in the ACC, which I call the ACC instead of Osha. But yeah. I'll just be there cheering. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're not buying the record. Yeah, yeah. You're you're not going out to buy oh. elephant elephant on on vinyl or anything like that. You're just appreciating it when you hear it once in a while. Do a thing that pleases you. Um, yeah. Let's move on to I think a less contentious character here, Malachi Flynn. Uh, mm. Going into his second season, young guy, kind of just got the tutelage of Kyle and, and Fred for a season, and figures to be in line for a pretty big role here. What album did you choose for Malachi Flynn to listen to before this season? So. Oh, I picked Fever to Hell because okay. I think that yeah, like I, I really, I really love the energy of of this record, and I let you picked it for for Scotty because I think there are some mm -hmm. parallels there of like like Scotty is literally just energy, and so is album. But I feel like Malachi can harness that a bit. Like I don't know if it's just the way that he looks when he's playing, but it always like he's like overthinking, and it mm -hmm. just seems like there's so much that he needs to sort of like loosen up with yeah, he is stepping yeah. into this role and like having kyle and fred as mentors who are like fred's name is like steady freddy so obviously there is this like secure groundedness about him but i want him to be a little bit more fun i want him to be like that burst of energy running down the court and just like moving through players and i think that this would be a great record for him to listen to to kind of get into that mindset like leave the last like few songs like you don't need to listen to maps unless you want to um if you're like emotional I mean, you're not gonna hurt yourself by listening to maps i don't know it's a pretty good song i mean you might hurt yourself listening to maps because it's you so know what emotional. fair yeah good point <laughs> but like 
you know, like the, the, the front half of that record is so enormous. So that that's mm -hmm. kind of where I went with that one. I like it. I like it. For me with Malachi Flynn, you know, Flynn is a guy who's very self-serious, I think. He takes, you know, a lot of pride in his work and he doesn't I don't know how much fun he really has. Like he just seems like he's one of those dudes who's like always in the gym and constantly kind of plugging away. Also, he just spent a year getting sort of wizened up by Kyle Lowry and Fred Van Vliet and there feels like a heaviness to Flynn going into this season like there's a lot like resting at his feet like he's got to be a very good second unit point guard he's the mm -hmm. only point guard behind Fred on the roster and I want to give him an album that's going to kind of run him to be young and have fun because that's ultimately going to lead to the best results I'm going with Boys and Girls in America by The Hold Steady uh for Flynn um you know just a song about youth in a lot of ways and Lots of drinking. I, like Get Flynn out there. Also, I kind of wanted to somehow work in a Craig Finn, Malachi Flynn pun. Haven't figured out how to land it yet, but uh, that's also a reason for it here. Um, do you like this selection here for Malachi Flynn? Yeah, I think we both are coming from the same place where we're like, just like, be happy, like loose up, like yeah. be, be a kid. Man. Yeah, <laughs> be stupid. Like, not too stupid, but like, be stupid, be young, and I think that that's a great pick and I'm sad you didn't come up with a Flynn pun, but like, we'll move on. Yeah. Uh, there's a, I could post a tweet about it. I'm sure at some point it'll be a callback <laughs> in the middle of the season. Uh, <laughs> Flynn will do something that invokes a hold steady lyric and uh, I'll, I'll bust it out. Um, all right. That's uh, it for Malachi Flynn. We're going to move on and we're going to get to Precious Achua and Yuta Watanabe, as well as a couple other options. Delano Banton we haven't talked about yet. We'll throw a little rapid fire in the back part of the show here. But first, I want to tell you about our friends over at rockauto.com, who, if you're like me and don't know anything about cars, is a wonderful place to go to present, prevent your lack of knowledge of cars from costing you a ton of money. Basically, when you go to the mechanic, they usually have like one part available. They're going to say, hey, this is what the thing is. This is what it costs. Pay for it. You're in a bad, vulnerable position. Your car's in trouble. Just do it. Well, you shouldn't do that anymore. You should go to rockauto.com and get the parts you need and then bring it to the mechanic and say, hey, put this in my car, please. Or if you're a do-it-yourself or you can put it in your own car, uh, I will never be that person. But still, I can save money by bringing the parts in and saying, hey, put this in please. Uh, rockauto.com is wonderful. They have a wonderful website you can go to and navigate. You can put your make, model, year, and the part you need, and you'll get many options as opposed to just one, all for much less than you're going to get at your usual chain store. They are a family business, and they've been doing it for 20 years. Prices are reliably low for every customer, whether you're a professional or a do-it-yourselfer, and you can get everything you need from brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, new carpets, everything in between. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck and write locked on in there. How do you hear about us, Box? Because so that we sent you Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the car parts you will ever need at rockauto.com. Today's show is also brought to you by our friends over at Built Bar, who are making the best tasting protein bars in the world. I promise you, they're very good. They have nine traditional flavors and also the odd limited time flavors, seasonal flavors that'll pop up on the website. So make sure you're perusing the site every now and then to see what pops up there. You might get a grasshopper cookie, for example, which tastes like a thin mint and it's delicious. I highly recommend you uh, scout the site for when those pop up and all their other flavors that pop up as limited time additions are great as well. You can get yourself a mix box where you get two of each of the nine flavors. You can get a three flavor box where you get six of each of three flavors or you can get a single box of one flavor lots of options lots of choice and of course built bars are healthy for you too 17 to 18 grams of protein just 130 to 180 calories per bar just four to five grams of sugar and four to five grams of net carbs all tasty all good 
for you. And they are the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team, which is kind of cool. Go to Built.com, use the promo code LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, and get 15% off your order. That is LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. All right, Sarah. Let's round this out. we got a few more names to get to. Let's get to Precious Achua, who we realized before jumping on this record, we forgot to assign albums to. He's new to the team. Forgive us, please. But we can sort through this one in real time. Precious Achua, the newest, I guess, backup center for the Raptors, the newest member of Team Six Foot Nine. What is your album choice here for Precious Achua to prepare for his first season in Toronto? Um, I'm going to my favorite album which is uh room on fire by the strokes i think that okay. it's the it's the better strokes album out of their entire uh discography although like the new abnormal that came out last year was amazing um but mm-hmm. i love room on fire i love the energy um i think that anybody could benefit from listening to it if you're into julian casablanca's mm-hmm. kind of low monotone voice um but yes yeah, so uh because i didn't think <laughs> ahead for precious <laughs> make enjoy room on fire it's okay we had a million albums to sort through uh and a million players yeah. i guess 12 players to sort through but there was a lot it was it was a very intensive research process for this episode mm-hmm. uh I, am i ashamed to admit that i researched more for this one than i do for the standard locked on raptors episode not at all uh this is an important show we're doing uh <laughs> i love it uh, yeah I, I mean look a lot of the Raptors stuff every day is the stuff I've talked about for a long time. It's kind of ingrained. This is kind of digging back in the vault. So I had to refresh my brain a little bit and read through some lyrical content. Was I on uh, Lyric Genius or what song meanings last night a little bit? Yes, uh, that's fine. Uh, <laughs> let's continue on. Uh, we'll go, I, I'm good to go with uh, with the strokes for Precious as well because I have less of an informed opinion than you. Let's move on to Yuta Watanabe, shall we? Uh, you know, a, a fun, lovable character on the Raptors figures to be in line for a bigger role this season after having a really nice Olympics with Japan. What is your choice here for Yuta to listen to going into his, I guess, first season as like an established member of the team? Um, another favorite. So I picked uh, Hot Fuss by The Killers because I think that Utah is a star and mm-hmm. I love this record and I, I love how enormous it is and how impactful it is. And I think that you know, he is the type of player who can do that. Uh, mm-hmm. the, the dunk from last season aside, the dunk poster, <laughs> uh, bad moment. But uh, yeah, no, I think that there's like a lot of energy and like he's not like, He's not like Mr. Brightside to me on this record. He's more like Believe Me Natalie or Change Your Minds, like mm. a little bit of a slow burner and like super, super important uh, to the team. And yeah, just another reason to say like, this is a great album that I think people should listen to. And it, the killers in this album are so much more than um, Mr. Brightside. Mm-hmm. And so that was my pick. Is all these things that I've done on that album? Yes. Yes. So that would be the song I would have played. Like, I might do an edit of this after Anthony Edwards dunks on him. When there's nowhere. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I didn't want to say that to be like, <laughs> there's your moment to like rise yeah. from. But yeah, like, it's so serious. And yeah, yeah no, I think. Yeah, please, please do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and, or if someone else is better at editing, you can also do that as well. And I won't, uh, I won't protest. I won't, I won't ca- accuse you of stealing my ideas because editing is hard. Um, but yeah, and it's funny because 
like in that, like Utah takes the blame there, but actually it was DeAndre Bembry's fault all along um, for, for letting Anthony Edwards to blow by like that. Utah was yeah. just the uh, the innocent bystander who tried really hard to block it. I would prefer to get dunked on trying to go for a block than to just let a dude soar in. Um, totally, and, like you made the yeah. effort. Like it's not like you were just standing there, like silly looking, and it just like happened. Like he really worked, mm-hmm. and then there was that. So, yeah. It leads to the final song, Everything Will Be All Right, on the album. Uh, you know, good words to live by for Utah after getting yammed yeah. on. Uh, <laughs> let's, uh, <laughs> let's continue on. we got a couple of, uh, <laughs> couple of quick hitters here to close things out. I, I did not uh, go beyond, like, 12 players on my list because, again, I'm pulling from about 12 albums and I ran out of options. But for you, Sarah, Delano mm-hmm. Banton is an interesting character, new to the team, Already kind of a fan favorite, very quirky, weird. I have no idea what the hell I'm watching when I watch him play, but I know I like it. What is the album you're assigning to Delano Banton for the season that he's likely going to spend a lot of time in the G League, might get some NBA run, but what do you got for him to prepare for this season? Uh, so I picked uh, Whatever People Say I Am, That's What I'm Not uh, by Arctic Monkeys. So it's a really okay. cheeky, energetic record. And I think that that's what Delano could be like. You know, like it's still really young. Um, you know, like him, there's a bit of fun to it. There is, you know, it's, it's a bit kind of moody and Mm -hmm. what did I write here? Um, I, he's a force and I think like, because he's playing for his hometown team, like that can definitely get into his head and being a fan favorite, I want him to succeed. So I want him to have a little bit of fun with it. And like, there are definitely some of those elements that are a bit heavier on the record, but also just like really, really cheeky. And um, I think it has like, he has that potential to be like a cheeky little player on our team. And I, I want that for him. So that was the, the album I picked for, for our that, sweet little Delano. I like that one a lot. That That's really good. I, I think when I'm sort of thinking about watching Delano Banton play, I feel like you could very easily lay a soundtrack to his dribbling style. That is just like the very mm. harsh and like, um, you know, very Brit Rocky sort of Arctic Monkeys guitar riffs. Like it, it, that kind of feels like it could be the soundtrack to his very quirky and weird, bizarre dribbles. Um, as totally. I kind of called him, he feels like uh, tall DeLon Wright in a lot of ways um, with like a little <laughs> bit like uh, maybe a little bit less in terms of like slitheriness, but also like he kind of makes up for it just by being very tall. Um, and DeLon Wright feels like an Arctic Monkeys player to me as well. Uh, so oh. I think that's a great pick. Um, are there any players we haven't gotten to yet? I mean, Freddie Gillespie is one. David Johnson's another. Uh, I'm not sure if we have strong Free. feelings there. Freddie Gillespie might be an interesting one here because he seems to be in a bit of a precarious spot going into the season. I don't know if you came up with one for Freddie. I don't know if you did, but um, I did. Sort um, of, okay, what do you got? It's like, it'll, I'll be really quick, but I gave him um, Antidotes by Foles, another British band. Like, there's okay. a bit more like calculatedness to it. I think that Freddie has a lot to prove I think this year based on what has summer league. And um, I think that, you know, coming back to this team and like trying to find his place. So like this album too is a little bit all over the place and it has this sort of endurance bit. And I think that's what kind of Freddie should get to into his groove of um, just long, steady, just get into it. Um, So Mm -hmm. that's really quick. That's the, the record I picked. I think that's a good one. Uh, you know, I, again, I don't really have a, an, an otherwise uh, an alternative to throw at you. Uh, you are the expert. I will trust your judgment on this. I've never heard this album before. I think I've seen Foles, but never heard any of their albums in in full, which is festival life, I suppose. Um, 
Sarah, this is, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure I saw him away home now that I'm thinking about it, which was uh, a while ago. And uh, boy, do I really not like the idea of being around human beings to that extent oh, after what we've either. been through now. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I also think LCD Sound System was at that same festival. Uh, so you must have just uh, ran away from buying tickets for that one uh, entirely. <laughs> I've literally never seen LCD live and I never will. And that's fine with me. <laughs> Hey, so you may notice this is a, a bit of a jump cut uh, in editing, and that's because we finished recording the show, and we forgot that we had not really realized we did not talk about Gary Trent Jr. Uh, in either of these two episodes, which is uh, truly, truly uh, a problem, because Gary Trent Jr. is a delight. We talked about him briefly on the Thursday episode of the show, and forgot to get to him entirely here because my rundown was flawed. Um, so before we get to the actual end of the show, now that we've talked about Utah and Delano Banton and Freddie Gillespie, Let's throw in a little uh, addendum before the end. I guess it's not an addendum. I don't know what this is. Either way, uh, Gary Trent Jr., Sarah McDonald, uh, what album did you choose to assign Gary Trent Jr. to listen to going into this coming season? So I gave him Is This It by The Strokes. Okay. 20-year uh, anniversary of that record. Um, so, like, Gary is, um, like... I don't know. Like, I think like aesthetically this fits really cool. Um, mm -hmm. I think you'd be like, yeah, this is really interesting and like really groove to it and feel like the New York, like California kind of vibe on the record. Um, my, again, my partner made a funny joke that it would be like, is this it? If he doesn't live up to his contract. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> just, he's, oh the man is like, dismayed by like having a player option in his third year like the amount of time like just the sheer minutes he spent upset about it last night when we were talking about this <laughs> podcast but like anyway that's his joke but uh no I think like Gary's really cool I think he cares a lot about his appearance I think he cares a lot about uh the work put into it as well like I don't mean to say that Gary is like superficial and neither is this record but like aesthetically sure. it really establishes the period whether people care about it or not like i said i think room on fire is a better album um but i still find value in this one and i think mm -hmm. it's just a good starter record for gary you know like he's starting the season here like establish um what his presence is going to be like in toronto and if, you know he he's last year like i think he had he has so much more opportunity than he did in portland and clearly he's the hottest player on this team and yeah. he elevates the hotness of our team overall uh, that one goes out to Lauren Mitchell, who like appreciates the hell out of all of our players and how attractive they are. Um, but yeah, so I think I think that uh, is this it is is for Gary. That's a good one. Uh, I went with a different choice for this. I went with Oracular Spectacular by MGMT. <laughs> Uh, you find this to be a funny selection yes. and maybe it is again, I am a fool and I have uh, very little, uh, like deep knowledge on any of these albums. I'm just going by feel electric feel, if you will. Um, it does feel like he just feels like an electric feel type player. Like he'd just be strutting out to that, like groovy beginning of that song that feels yeah. like a Gary Trent sort of aura to a song. Kids is, you know, I, I think maybe a bit more depressing song than it leans on, but um, you know, it's, you know, the, the vibe of the song is very uplifting and upbeat and youthful. And so that's why I signed it to Gary Trent Jr. Again, this could be a flaw. You feel free to poke holes in my logic here, Sarah. Uh, but I did want to get your reaction to my selection of uh, Oracular Spectacular for Gary Trent. I think because like Electric Feeling Kids have just been like 
I don't know about you, but when I went to bars in like 2007 to like 2012, oh, yeah. probably, like you just mm -hmm. nonstop heard those songs. But yeah. now I think with like so much time removed, like I could see him like with the swagger on the court. That's what he's listening to. And he's got like a really like a vibrant like silk outfit or something. Like yeah, I just yeah. like, like he's just like he's got the swagger. And uh, so I think it fits. But I, I was just like MGMT, like I have not thought about them in so long so that's why it was such a surprising pick to me yeah i mean i'm thinking like i'm just envisioning gary trend jr at a festival with mgmt oh, playing it. the headline he's got reflective sunglasses on he's wearing a scarf and short shorts and maybe no shirt i don't know but he's and just really open, like yeah yeah, he's just yeah. Like, like button down yeah he that, is the that, that one feels... player like him and scotty i think like I would love to go to a show with Scotty, but I would also love to go to a show with uh, Gary. It's a shame that like OVO Fest hasn't been around forever because I could just yeah. see him vibing on like the the deck or whatever um, over at Molson and just yeah. <laughs> hanging out with those glasses on. Yep. Yep. That feels uh, pretty on point uh and that will do it for our little uh gary trend jr <laughs> insertion into the podcast because uh i forgot to put it on the rundown either way you're you're not the worst off as the listener you just get to hear this and then hear the rest of the show which uh begins right now yeah that works that feels like a good way to wrap this one up sarah thank you so much this has been a wonderful hour and 20 minutes we've spent on thursday morning talking about indie rock from the 2000s and assigning them to our favorite basketball team i've had a ton of fun hope the listeners have enjoyed it as well we'll probably have to bring back musical homework again with different genres this is a ton of fun uh, but uh sarah where can people check out your work where can people find you uh you can find me at sarah s mcdonald on twitter um, i spelled it right this time on the chiron i'm so proud of you very <laughs> proud of you thank you um anybody who's looking for a sarah mcdonald like that's cool maybe she's like old version of me in a different like dimension or whatever but um yeah you can also find me like sarahsmcdonald.com um listen to all of these records read meet me in the bathroom and also i hope you enjoy oh my god i didn't even think about this for the first um episode but like cookie norm i should just like just just appreciate gingerbread cookie norm that's it that's all i want <laughs> uh sarah thank you so much this was an absolute blast thank we'll have you. To have you back again some time uh to the listeners thank you as always for uh watching listening supporting the show we love you very much and uh we continue to appreciate your continued subscriptions uh, on youtube and also your subscribing rating review and telling a friend about the podcast that's the thing is uh telling a friend is still the way people learn about podcasts the most so if you have a friend who likes the raptors suggest this podcast it would be very much appreciated i promise if this is your first episode which i think we do have some first time viewers and listeners on youtube uh we talk about basketball a lot too you can look at previous episodes we had leonard hamilton on last week uh but we have some fun as well because it's a daily podcast you gotta mix it up either way thank you so much for tuning in we'll talk to you again on monday vivek jacob will be back in his usual monday slot big v monday as it is colloquially known around here have a wonderful weekend we'll talk to you again then another episode of locked on raptors bye-bye Prime members. 
You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.